Hey everybody, it's Chris. Hey, uh, before we get into the episode here today, I want to just kind of uh, let you guys know what's been going on in our neck of the woods. So over the course of the years of doing this show, there's there's two things that we've really come to really love and enjoy. One is the fact that, you know, once a week or so, I actually get to hang out with my friends. And whether it's playing trivia questions or doing stuff for Boozy Bracketology, it's become something that I genuinely enjoy. Uh, but it's also opened up the world to a whole bunch of different people uh, that I never would have met if I hadn't started or if we hadn't started doing this show. Uh, and a few of those people have reached out asking, you know, how can we support the show? Now, uh, Jeff, Mike, myself, and our wives have kind of sat down and talked through what this looks like. And what it kind of boils down to is this. Uh, we didn't want to just set up something where it's like, hey, give us money. Uh, for nothing. It didn't feel right. So instead, we've decided to actually go ahead and start our own Patreon. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash p-t-e-b-b. This uh, Patreon is going to be our home for exclusive bonus content for both the Public Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. You're going to get regular episodes on there. You're going to get, for Boozy Bracketology fans, our monthly Bracket Revisited episode will be dropping on there as well. Uh, bonus content throughout the course of the month. Uh, you know, there's there's stickers and a whole bunch of fun stuff. We're going to be launching our own uh, apparel site over probably on Redbubble here in the coming months as well. But really, uh, from me, I just want to say thank you. Uh, you guys have been absolutely amazing, and I get it that not everyone can support financially. I understand that. Uh, I've I've been in, in tight times, and I know that times are tight right now for a lot of people. What I would ask that you do is if you do enjoy the show here at the Pub Trivia Experience and or Boozy Bracketology, log on to wherever you listen to the podcast. Give us a five-star rating. Write us a review. That'd be amazing. Uh, you can always email the show pub trivia experience at gmail.com let us know what your thoughts are but uh, you've heard enough from me without further ado you're about to hear more from me have a good one Everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris, and tonight I have got a couple of my friends together, and we're going to try and uh, actually go through something that comes up in pub quiz a lot that some people are either really good at or really bad at. Um, if you're not like a huge mega nerd who reads comic books, this actually is going to be very helpful for you because we're going to be doing comic book trivia with, honestly, two of the biggest nerds I know. And a lot of these questions, while they may not come up in this iteration in pub quiz, are going to come up from time to time, especially when you get to those nerd level categories. So let's go ahead. Let's meet our panelists. We have a one-on-one -on -one game here tonight. We're going to start all the way out in Fort Worth, Texas. Steven, my friend, how you doing? What you drinking? Doing well, sir. I've just cracked open a refreshing can of Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Major Melon, sucking it down as the supplies dwindle in the stores because they're retiring this flavor. So I'm enjoying it while I can. Well, Stephen, that sounds uh, actually very lovely. Uh, it's good to know that you are off of your nightmare of Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Oh, my God. 
Those were, I, now I won't be able to sleep tonight. You reminded me of the horror. Uh, callbacks to episodes on a different podcast. You got to love it. Uh, Steven, I might be the only one drinking tonight, which is a, a sad thing. But uh, I have got this here is a bottle. It's the Jefferson Chef Collection, which is a Jefferson special bottle. And it's uh, a mixture of uh, heavy rye, bur- heavy rye uh, whiskey and the Jefferson bourbon, which the Jefferson bourbon's top notch. I've never had the rye by itself. But this right here, the chef's collaboration is getting the job done. Nice little burn going down. You really taste the rye, and the bourbon kind of mellows out at the end. I I can't shake a stick at it. I don't even know what that phrase means. But you know what? Maybe Tony does. Tony, sir, how you doing? What you drinking? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, Chris. Thanks for asking. Um, and uh, no, I actually did end up grabbing grabbing something for tonight, and uh, oh, it God. is my <laughs> Woodford Reserve Double Oaked local store pick. Which which store was that? Lucan's for it's those in pick. the. Uh, Tampa area. That's a really good pick. I've been in that store a handful of times, and I just keep walking by it and not buying it. it you need to buy it. It's such a good pick, and, and for what it's worth, it's only three dollars more than the standard. Mm. Here's the problem: so, is I'm looking over at my shelf right now of boxes I have not cra- bottles I haven't <laughs> cracked yet. I just went to Davidoff and I bought an old elk store pick from Davidoff. I bought a High West double rye pick. Finished in sherry casks, a Stranahan's Ooh. pick. I still have a Rebel pick from uh, Sunshine Liquors that I haven't opened. And my buddy at work just bought me a bottle of Crown Royal Rye, 16 year. This is, I think it's called their Noble Collection that I cracked mm-hmm. for uh, for Boozy Bacritology a couple days ago. That is amazing. So I have too much bourbon in this house. Um, and I've got about four bottles over there that are for bottle kills too. So I've no, I'm not buying anything until I get through some of these. <laughs> I, I understand that. I I finally got a little bit of a backlog, but I, I I've been drinking too much, man. It's COVID, problem. man. Although we're yeah. getting vaccinated, guys, like yes. we can start feeling safe about going out. I am six days from my dose number two, so I am like ready just to go crazy and not leave the house while vaccinated. It's gonna be great. Yeah, pretty much. I'm uh, six days into my first dose, so hopefully oh, get for that you. second one soon. Yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have got comic book trivia here for you tonight, and I will tell everybody none of these are deep cuts. We're not going. We're not diving too deep into the comic book world. Um, and these are going to be a mixture of comic book, uh, general knowledge facts and movie facts. I will caution our panelists. I know you are both very big nerds, and we know that comic books like to go back and rewrite some of their stories. Uh, we are looking for, like, the general answer here. Um, there may be, and I guarantee you on a lot of these, there are multiple answers. We're looking for the most associated answer, though, okay? With that being said, the opening round that we're going to have, this game is going to be very fast-paced. Uh the opening round is 20 questions. Each player is going to get 10 questions. We're going to start with Tony. Uh, and the questions that they're going to get for the pregame round is going to be 10 questions that are all very, very basic, very easy questions. Throughout the entirety of this episode, they're going to get one point for every correct answer. Tony, sir, are you ready? Yes, I am. Tony, question number one. Which member of the Birds of Prey team has an ultrasonic attack known as the Canary Cry? Uh, that would be the Black Canary. That is Black Canary, 100%. Good job. Number two, who portrayed Billy's superhero alter ego in the 2019 movie Shazam? 
that would be uh, Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi is correct. Next question. Before becoming Cyborg, what sport did Victor Stone play? Football for the Gotham Knights. He did. Thank you. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. And, Stephen, uh, I believe you are in favor of hashtag restore the Snyderverse. So we'll get to that here in a few minutes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Next question, Tony. Which superhero is the alter eagle? Alter eagle. There you go. Alter ego of John Jones. Uh, the Martian Manhunter. That is the Martian Manhunter. Uh, spoiler alert. For some reason present in the aforementioned Snyder Cut. Steven, do you have thoughts? <laughs> I have many thoughts that will not contain themselves within the <laughs> confines of this podcast, sir. Well, when they Perhaps say... more. Let me. I have as many thoughts as there are slow motion scenes in the <laughs> Snyder Cut. And that's Ooh. far too many for now. Well, when they said unite the seven, I didn't think the seventh was going to be Martian Manhunter, and he wasn't really united. But neither here nor there. Tony, question number five. What is Clint Barton's superhero name? Hawkeye. That is correct. Tony is five for five. The Fantastic Four live in Watch Tower. Oh, my gosh. Chris, I'm going to have to pass on this one. I cannot think of what it's called. Oh, Tony is incorrect. Steven, for no points, do you know the answer? Uh, they're in the Baxter building. It is Baxter. the Baxter building. All right, Tony. I knew it as soon as he said it. I'm going to give you a little bit more time on this one because this is actually asking you to release things in chronological order. Okay. In chronological order of the Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline, what are the first three MCU movies, and I will caution you by saying the primary story takes place in these. We're not counting the multiple versions that happened in Endgame. Okay. So chronological, not release date? Correct. Okay. So that would be from first to last, it would be Captain America, the first Avenger. Correct. Uh, Captain Marvel. Correct. And then Iron Man. That is correct. Nicely done, Tony. Question number eight. In the Spider-Man Homecoming film, what is the name of Peter Parker's best friend? Ned. Ned is correct. Tony, question number nine. What is Eric Lernschner's... Wow, I mispronounced that because I've been drinking. What is his supervillain name? Uh, Eric Lernscher. L-E-H-N-S-H-E-R-R. What is his uh, supervillain name? I cannot name? think of him at the moment. No. Um, either you <laughs> pronounced it so long that I can't recognize it, or I just don't know. I think it's Lenscher, actually. I'm sorry. Eric Leshner. Lenschner. Steven, nope. do you want to help him out? Uh, Eric Lenschner? Um, Lenscher. Lenscher. Lenscher? L-E-H-N-S-H-E-R-R. -E -R -R. Oh, oh, um, oh, come on. It's, it's, <laughs> it's Magneto. It's Magneto's yeah. real name. <laughs> Bunch of movies out there about this guy. It is Magneto. Nicely done. No points for Steven, though. I do not remember his last name being that. All I, all I think of is uh, is Patrick Stewart saying Eric, and that just from X2, and that just brings me right back to it. There's just a lot of Eric's in comics. That's actually a fair point. But, Stephen, question of... I feel of, like that name oh. actually got changed, too. I feel like it was something else in the way back when. Maybe Max I, I, I think Stephen is right. 
It has. Uh, in the in the iteration of Fox and in the comics, though, that's his common last name, at least for gotcha. a good portion of them. Uh, last question for you here, Tony. What was the name of the town where Clark Kent grew up? Smallville. All right, Wonderful Tony. TV show. Uh, uh, Steven, do you have any thoughts on the TV show's theme song? <laughs> As I've said, <laughs> the theme song is a wailing nothing burger that goes on forever much like the 10 years of superhero edging that is the show <laughs> if you want to hear more of steven's hot takes on super on uh, television show theme songs uh, head on over to the boozy bracketology podcast in the month of march we did the best television theme song bracket and steven not a fan of the smallville song not at all tony in your round you picked up eight correct answers out of 10 nicely done sir steven you're up all right, we're going to start here. You get 10 questions. In the Guardians of the Galaxy universe, which of the Guardians sacrifices themselves in order to save the rest from their spaceship's crash on Xandar? Groot. Groot is a correct answer. Which Marvel character has a daughter named Cassie? Um, Ant-Man. Ant-Man is correct. What is Black Panther's real name? T'Challa. T'Challa is correct. Bruce Banner became the Incredible Hulk when exposed to what? Gamma radiation. Gamma radiation is correct. Which superhero wields the lasso of truth? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is correct. Five for five so far, Stephen. What was the agreement the United Nations forced the Avengers to sign after Wanda's mistake in Nigeria? The Sokovia Accords. The Sokovia Accords is correct. What is Mr. Fantastic's real name? Reed Richards. Reed Richards is correct. In the DC Universe, what object, or more specifically location, can bring someone back to life? A Lazarus Pit. The Lazarus Pit is correct. Number nine, what is the Punisher's real name? Uh, Frank Castle. Frank Castle is correct. Steven, number ten. Which member of the Avengers saves Manhattan from the impending doom of an active nuclear missile? Uh, well, Iron Man. Iron Man is correct. All right. That is your pregame round, everybody. We are coming out of it with a score of 10 to 8. Steven has got a very slight lead. And with that Killed being there, said, Steven. nicely done, Steven. Nicely done. Yeah, I feel like mine were a little bit easier. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but thanks. They were. I, I apologize. I, I literally shuffled that deck up, and that's how it came out. <laughs> no, you're fine. So we're going to go two questions by two questions. Each person is going to get both an easy question and a hard question. And when I say this, I, again, easy is like brutally honest easy. It's basics for comic books and comic book movies. Hard is going to require a little bit of insight into the community. Um, a lot of these questions are going to be easy for avid comic book fans. Uh, and both of these gentlemen that we have here love, they're, they're like me, they love their comic books. Um, and like me, probably have seen damn near every comic book movie. Again, go back, check out the Boozy Bracketology podcast. <laughs> we all wax poetic about it, and I think that was August or September of last year. Neither here nor there. Uh, Tony, being that you are trailing by two points, each correct answer is with one point. Do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. No problem. Tony, do you want to start with your easy question or your hard question? Give it to me hard, Chris. Yes, sir. 
Tony, which British actor has played a villain in a DC movie as well as an anti-hero in a Marvel movie? And I will caution you, I said a Marvel movie, not an MCU movie. Looking for the British actor who played a villain in a DC movie as well as an anti-hero in a Marvel movie. Oh, oh, I forgot he was British. Josh Brolin. Wait, no, no, no. I gotta take it. You said it. Yeah, I did. I did. Josh Brolin is not a correct answer. It is not. Steven, for no points, do you know what the answer is? I actually don't off the top of my head. The correct answer, I'm not going to do the voice. I'm I'm totally going to do the voice. When Gotham is in ashes, then you have my permission to die. It is Tom Hardy. He played Bane in The Dark Knight Rises and the anti-hero Venom in the or I'll say it, the terrible movie Venom. Yeah, I just blocked Venom out of my mind. That's why I couldn't yeah. remember. Oh, no, that movie is as bad as a turd in the wind. It's it's that bad. Tony, moving on to your easy question. What material is Captain America's shield made from? Uh, and uh, I'm just going to say the obvious answer that everybody would know, which is vibranium. That is the correct answer they're looking for. I know, okay. I know. Not not proto vibranium or proto antimantium. No, no. It's it. They're looking for the basic answer of vibranium. Yep. <laughs> Although your your nerd bonafides are intact, my friend. <laughs> Steven, do you want your easy question or your hard question? I like a little romance first. Let's start easy. All right, Steven, What is Norman Osborn's supervillain name? Uh, the Green Goblin. He is the Green Goblin. Steven, your hard question. Peter Parker lived on what street in New York City? See, I want to say Yancey Street, but that's the thing. Um, I might not know this. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of it. I'm just going to say Yancey Street. Uh, the answer that I have, the answer that I have here is Chelsea Street. I think if I'm, I could be way wrong here. I thought Yancey Street when I hear that. I thought that was the street he lived on in Queens, not when he lived in the city. So, yeah, Maybe that's what it is. I always associate Yancey Street with the thing. So, oh, no. yeah, I have a completely. I have Ingram Street in my head. Oh. That doesn't sound familiar to me at all. But I neither. think that's the house that they have out in uh, when uh, Ben dies. Yeah, are we talking about when he's living with Mary Jane? When he's living with Aunt May? Come on. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's. He's. <laughs> we've been given too many Spider-Man addresses in our lives. I, I agree. Also, I he agree. didn't say which Spider-Man. So, okay. It's not the Miles Morales. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I could make the argument, maybe the superior Spider-Man. That argument definitely could be made. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. And I don't like it. I actually say what I like that run. It's a good run. The run of Otto Octavius as Spider-Man I thought was actually really good. I like that a lot. Because he's actually better than Peter Parker? Yes. He's so much better. At at the end of the day, yeah, he got overwhelmed, but he was much better than Peter Parker. I think that's why I don't like it. No. (laughs) All right, Tony, we're back to you. Uh, We're going to go with your easy question first. Which of these is not a DC Comics villain? The Clock King the Swiss Army Man, Calendar Man, or Captain Boomerang? Uh, what were the first two again, Chris? Uh, the first two were the Clock King and the Swiss Army Man. Uh, I want to say that it's Swiss Army Man. That is a correct answer. The Swiss Army yeah. Man is not. That is uh, completely made up and total bullshit. 
And Steven, the fact that we are on the explicit tag on me and not you is a little embarrassing for you. <laughs> you can run a uh, you can run a after the show thing where we just talk about the Snyder Cut, and I'll get you that. Uh, I'll get you that explicit tag. Ooh. I thought about doing a bonus episode of watching the Snyder Cut, but I'm not editing four and a half hours of that. That is a long ass movie. It I unpopular not a movie. opinion. Not a You're movie. right. Unpopular You're right. opinion. I liked it a lot. Oh, I did too. I thought it tied the Snyderverse together very well. It was much better than the Justice League. Yeah, I'll agree with that. It's better yes. than that. But uh... <laughs> it's a very, it's a long experience. <laughs> Not a movie. Yes. It's a long Not experience. A I did like it though. Oh, I will say this: there are parts of the original Justice League I like more. Like, why wouldn't you have Batman bring Lois Lane to Clark Kent? That makes no yes. sense. Like, he's the world's greatest detective. He knows Lois is the key. Why wouldn't he be the one to bring Lois to Superman when he's going apeshit crazy? Neither here nor there. We're back to the game. Back to the game. No more Snyder Cut. <laughs> Till later. <laughs> All right. Steven, we're going to start with your easy question. Wait, did I get my hard question? Uh, he you did, did not. not. I okay. did not. Tony, here is your hard question. What is the name of the spear that Aquaman uses? The What? What is the name? They call it the spear. It's a trident. What's the name of Aquaman's trident? The trident of Atlan? That is not a correct answer. What? It has another name? It is the tri- Actually, Stephen, do you know? Uh, I'm not an Aquaman guy. Trident of Neptune? It is the trident of Neptune. Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> Stephen, starting with your easy question, what is Barry Allen's superhero name? The Flash. It is the Flash. Steven, your hard question. Which Game of Thrones cast member was also a member of the cast for X-Men Apocalypse? X-Men Apocalypse? I kind of like that one. Um, oh, no, no, no. I, I was thinking of um, Days of Future Past. X-Men Apocalypse is terrible. I don't know. Um, since they gave me a Jason Momoa. Uh, that is incorrect. Tony, do you have an answer? What was the question? Sorry. What what Game of Thrones cast member was also a cast member in the film X Men Apocalypse? Oh, Sophie oh, I Turner. Know. Sophie Turner. It's Sophie Turner. Yeah, my, my wife has a hard on for her. That's a really weird statement. It's just the truth. <laughs> Tony, we're back to you. We're going to start with your easy question. Captain America's companion and ally, Sam Wilson, goes by what alter ego? <laughs> Hold the on. In the, yeah, it's the Falcon. In the general connotation <laughs> of Sam Wilson, he is generally known as. I don't know if you've been watching the Falcon I... and the Winter Soldier. Who the hell I are you love... talking to? Okay, granted, but I love the fact that they call Marvel called themselves out on their bullshit by saying, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm not Black Falcon. I'm just Falcon." <laughs> <laughs> I I, I did get that, and I liked it a lot. I loved it so much. Um, it'd be nice if Cap if uh, Cap's wingman had my back, dude. Shut the hell up. Yeah. Okay, here is your hard question, uh, Tony. Who is Kane Marco's stepbrother? This will never come up at trivia, by the way. This will never come up at trivia. Uh, his stepbrother. Sorry, um, it's Juggernaut. So it is uh, Professor X. That is correct. It is Charles, Charles Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. Uh, also, um, unrelated opinion, uh, Vinnie Jones as Juggernaut, pitch perfect. Oh, spot on. Him saying, I'm Juggernaut, bitch, was the only good part of The Last Stand. Steven. Uh, I have to object. Kelsey Grammer as Beast is 
perfect. Oh, I did forget about Kelsey Grammer as Beast. You're right. You're right. Um, Steven, you're up. Your easy question, and I'm going to emphasize quotation marks on easy. What decade, in what decade, was the first modern comic book printed? Was it the teens, the 30s, the 50s, or the 60s? What do we consider modern comic book? Yeah, that's a good question. That's that's a little bit trippy. So the when it, when we went out of the not when we left but when we really kind of got away from the western genre and started moving more towards the current iteration of comics. Okay, I'm going to say the 30s because 30s is when comic books actually start. But I'm I'm confused by the question, so I'll I'll go with the 30s. The 30s is the correct answer, though. I didn't want to help him because modern era definitely is like 80s and beyond because it's yeah, golden yeah. era, silver era, modern era. So yeah, that's looking, what was confusing. When they're about saying it, the first but... modern comic book, I, what they're referring to, I'm inferring they're referring to action the size, one. the shape, the yeah. the that's actually printed action comic. Yeah, actually. exactly. It's not the spaghetti westerns that used to be printed. All right, Stephen, your hard question: What is the Green Lantern's weakness? <laughs> The color yellow, the most <laughs> ridiculous weakness in all of comic books. Come on. It's not even like the opposite color on the wheel. What are you doing with your lives? Look, the funniest panel in all of comics is the one where Batman traps him in the room where they painted the room yellow and he's painted him and Robin yellow. It's so ridiculous. It's the dumbest thing. The color. You, what? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't I seriously I can't get into Green Lantern because that is just too stupid for comic books. In lightest day and darkest night. <laughs> oh no, someone has a number two pencil. Don't stab me with it. It's yellow. I told I asked Leah these questions earlier and she got like seventy percent of them right. And she got to that one. I said, Well you have to remember Green Lantern's the only member of the Justice League that cannot run a yellow light. Red, green, no problem. Yellow light, he's gotta stop and he's probably gonna die. Nicely Probably. done, Stephen. The score right now is 14 to 12 in favor of Stephen, and we're going back to Tony. Tony, your easy question first. And this is going back to the MCU and the movie Thor Ragnarok. Where did Loki send his father while impersonating him back on Asgard? Was it Norway? Was it Norway, Sweden, Greenland, or New Zealand? None of the above. He sent him to New York City. He ends up in Norway, but Loki leaves him in a old... Uh, uh, Holy shit, you're right. He left him in a retirement home. Thank you. I yeah, it's a retirement confirm, home yeah. in NYC. Because that's why... That's because they got there and it's, it's torn down, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Tony gets the points. Tony gets the points. Ooh. Good job. <laughs> Tony, your reward for that is your hard question. What is the best-selling comic book of all time? Oh, shit. It's not The Dark Knight Returns, is it? I'm going to need an answer, and I cannot give you hints. Oh, God. That is that is hard. I will, I'm going to go with The Dark Knight Returns. Uh, the Dark Knight Returns is not a correct answer. I believe that was released episodically, if I'm not mistaken, and then turned into a graphic novel. Uh, um, that might be. But yeah. not a correct answer. The best-selling comic book of all time. Steven, do you have any idea? 
I don't know if this is still true, but I believe it once upon a time it was X Men number one, the volume oh, two. Shit. It was X Men number yep. one, uh when they relaunched the X Men. I think it was the late eighties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when uh yeah, I know Scott exactly. started rolling it. Yeah. Yep. All I right. know exactly what issue you're talking about too. Steven, we are moving on to you. We're gonna start with your easy question. In the DC universe, who is the Oracle? In the DC, oh, um, Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon is correct, and that always confuses me because, like the, the Killing Joke is not canon yet; she somehow ends up in a wheelchair. In part, it's the Killing Joke. Yeah, apparently, at some point, the Joker did shoot her in the spine, but Batman didn't get revenge because that's what happens in the Killing Joke. Yeah. Oh, it's dark. Yeah. Don't watch the uh, film version of it, but the actual no. Dude, please don't watch the film version of it. I, I, as as incredible as Mark Hamill is as Joker, that was the worst Batman animated film. I did just watch Gotham by Gaslight, which is actually really good. Fun movie. And Selena Kyle, and that is... Yes. Steven, here is your hard question. Which dimension does the Ancient One show Doctor Strange in order to practice his magic in a safe environment? Uh, safe and fire. That's the mirror dimension. That is the mirror dimension. Good job. Is the mirror dimension really a safe environment, though? No, I think that was proven later on in the film that it was not a safe environment. Exactly. Tony, we're going to start with your easy question. The Scarlet Speedster is a nickname for what superhero? My homeboy, The Flash. That is The Flash. Nicely done. Your hard question. Originally, what color was the Hulk? Oh, uh, gray. He was gray. Nicely done. And then Professor Hulk and, uh, oh gosh, what is his iteration when he's wearing a suit and he's like he's a mob, mob boss. boss. You can do yeah, this. Yeah, he's a mob boss. I can't think of his freaking name. Mr. Mr. Oh, it's just Mr. Gray, isn't it? I don't think that's right. No, what? Oh, I can't think of it right now. But he's gray in that as a an homage to his original color as well. They're out nerding me right now. I have no idea. <laughs> not a Marvel guy, though, so not too shocking. Is it Mr. Fix-It? Oh, it is Mr. Fix-It. You are absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, okay. Yep. Steven, you're up, sir. Your easy question first. What is Two-Face's real name? Harvey Dent. And your hard question. That's correct, by the way. Your hard question. What does Batman ask Superman when they first meet in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice? And I will caution you, this is when they first meet in costume as their characters, not that awkward paparazzi scene going into Lex Luthor's house. So I'm imagining it's the do you bleed quote. Oh, you will. That is correct. That's that's I'd much rather I'd rather watch the Snyder cut than watch Batman v Superman twice. I I, I have heard the director's cuts better, but I just can't get over Batman in a car mowing down people with a machine gun. It just doesn't. It rubs me the wrong way. Against parademons? Fine. Against yes. thugs? No. Well, Zack Snyder's got this weird. whole like toxic masculinity thing when it comes to superheroes where they can only be heroic by killing other people. It's a whole it's a whole thing. I can die. Oh, yeah. I mean It doesn't bother me. Zod's neck is snapped in this mm-hmm. universe. So. It doesn't bother me in the MCU for some reason. It doesn't rush against me in the MCU, but like Batman's the character I associate with like ultimate restraint and not 
crossing that road. And like well, in the that Snyderverse, whole thing is he doesn't want any child to grow up without a parent. Right. And, and now think, he's making so many orphans everywhere he goes. Right. And I think the reason like MCU, like you get a lot of soldiers like Captain America, as stalwart as he is, he is still an American soldier who killed people during a war. But it's so, war. Exactly. Yeah. So they they never really define that line. Spider-Man might be the only person who doesn't kill in, in the MCU, which he has killed, obviously. But he has. I mean, they all killed a hell of a ton of aliens there in Endgame. It's so. true. <laughs> he did say activate instant kill. Yeah. I will say that the thing that, you know, because there's there's the whole argument of Thanos versus Darkseid. At least Darkseid had the, the, the niceness to remove the 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 personality from the parent demons they were literally just their slaves that's true oh my, oh my god speaking about dark side there's that okay i'm gonna just take over for a second there's that <laughs> in shot where they're looking through the portal on the snyder cut all the justice league are looking through the portal at dark side and he's staring back at them one fucking omega beam the entire justice league is dead all Seriously. he's got to do is blink and he's won what are you doing man what are you doing and we know he has the Omega Beams. He showed us it. He showed us it. It's not like he forgot that power. Literally, he blinks and they're all dead. What are you doing? Well, to be fair, Superman might survive. But it's okay. a hard emphasis Maybe on the word Superman might. Maybe survives. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, but absolutely. It's The boom tube is open for so long. Why the fuck does he not just step through it? But... I, don't, I don't get it. Well, how did he forget the one planet where he got stabbed on? How did they not instantly know that that's not the planet? Does every planet have three mother boxes sitting around? Is that not an unusual thing? Wouldn't you know instantaneously? Why does only one mother box wake up when Superman's? It makes no sense. It still makes no sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's not forget. Let's not forget that it did set up the new gods, a movie that we are never actually going to get. Because it got axed. It's like Superman's shoulder. The, the 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 trench getting axed doesn't bother me. The fact that they axed the new gods just that irks me a little bit. I was I was excited to see Orion on the big screen for a change. I'm actually excited to see pretty much anything Ava DuVernay does, but her doing a comic book movie, I was on. I was in. Neither here nor there. Uh, I believe we're back to Tony. Is that right? Yep, it is. Yeah, yeah. Tony question. Uh, I don't know what number we're on. Uh, we're going to start with your easy question, though. What superheroine was inhabited by the soul of an ancient Egyptian goddess, and that is a DC Comics character. Uh, the Enchantress. That is not correct. What? An ancient Egyptian goddess. And superheroine, the Enchantress, not a superhero. It depends on what she is in some. You're not talking... Okay, I feel like I'm getting just caught up on so many different versions. She-Hawk? Now, that's not the name I know her by. I'm going to pull up the Enchantress. Hold on one second and just validate where her origin story lies. So, it, I mean, isn't this obviously Isis? I mean. No, it's Hawk Girl, guys. It's Hawk Girl. Actually, it's Hawk Woman. But she yeah, isn't. In, she's not. I don't know her. Yeah, she's a reincarnation she, of an alien. Yeah, she is not Egyptian. What's I mean, she appears Egyptian, but she's an alien through and through. Yeah, she's cursed to be reborn so she can keep finding her man over and over again. Come on. Yeah. I object to the card. It's a valid point. That's a valid point. They could be taking this from the iteration of the terrible opening season of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Oh. Which, by the way, 
of the Arrowverse shows has gone on to become by far the best Arrowverse show. This is the least stinky pile of manure we have on the lot. I don't care. That show is fun. I love that show. Okay. Tony, I'm giving you points. Okay. And we're on to your hard question. Which member of the X-Men has the ability to phase through solid without being harmed? Ooh, one of my favorite, Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride is correct. What I could not justify there is what is the difference of phasing is what Nightcrawler does not considered phasing? No, it's teleportation. No, he, he, he teleports he teleports in funny into a brimstone and hellfire dimension and then teleports back out of it into a different correct. area. See? Did not know that. Not a Marvel guy. Sorry, everybody. Your host. That's sucks. why it smells like sulfur when he disappears. Yes. That makes but I, sense. I love the uh, the vamp, which is the for people who don't know, is how they kind of signify that he's teleporting in the comic books. It's the sound it makes. Can we talk Bamf. about the fact that we got one iteration of uh, of him in X two, and then like they said, we don't need any more Alan coming as Nightcrawler. We can do X three without him. Like the best part of X two, this tortured soul. This character with an insanely cool and yet insanely cruel character arc is left out of the Brett Ratner version of X3. I'm not defending the douchebag that did X-Men's 1 and 2, but that's the most compelling character you've given me, aside from maybe Wolverine, who's just compelling because he's actually cool. That made no sense to me. Sorry, I went on a diet. I never noticed that he wasn't in X3. <laughs> yeah, he's completely gone. <laughs> I think it's because I loved the 1990s X-Men animated version of him so much that when I saw the 2003 version of Kurt Zagner, uh, who is German instead of uh, Bolivian, it was Correct. a little weird. <laughs> they needed to tie that, that World War II rope a little bit more tightly is what it ends up being. It, absolutely. I remember the episode of the uh, X-Men animated series where Wolverine finds Jesus because of Nightcrawler. <laughs> oh, we, we ignore that episode. I went back to her watching that on Disney Plus. I don't care. Uh, except I think it's a Jubilee that's the like the first mutant that you see. Shh, fire, fireworks hands. Yeah, yeah, she makes fireworks hands. Yeah. What, what's the problem? <laughs> I, I loved it. I love that. I love the animated series. I don't care. You can talk bad that, about it all yeah, you want. It, it holds up. It's it's a, oh, it's, it's so fun. good. It's yeah. really so good. good. Steven, we're moving on to you. Your easy question. What is Mjolnir? That's Thor's magic hammer. It is Thor's magic hammer. Nicely done. And your hard question, and I don't know the answer to this other than I read it, but reading it, didn't know. In the Suicide Squad, what is written on Harley Quinn's bat? Oh, I don't know. Well, that's another film I don't care to ever see again. Um, Hashtag release the air cut. Uh, Puddin' Stick. Pudding stick is unfortunately not correct. It is ironically written "Good Night." See, I would have yeah. guessed Pudding Stick before I would have ever guessed "Good Night." Yeah, it's almost like there's an incongruity between the characters' actions, thoughts, feelings, and history. Ooh. That being said, we we got the the trailer to James Gunn Suicide Squad. So much better. Oh, it already already so that's much more entertaining already. than the entire movie that I saw previously. Agreed. Uh-huh. Agreed, but the original movie gave me Diablo, who was like my favorite DC Comics quote-unquote villain. Really? I love Seriously? Diablo. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Evil Human Torch for some reason does it for me. 
I think Diablo is somewhere below in the condiment king for me. I mean, <laughs> oh, screw you. Oh, I will say that's, this that's though. Harsh. David Esmalchin as Polka Dot Man. I'm on board for this. 100%. We're all going to die. I hope so. So I'm you know, not a. He's a the fan. only one that's going to make it. You yeah, know he's going to make so. it because he's the one that's constantly talking in the preview about wanting to die. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm not man. a fan of uh, wrestlers turned actors, but uh, John Cena as Peacemaker just makes sense to me on a primal level. <laughs> I don't know why. Dick. This whole beach were dicks, I'd eat them for the name of freedom. Yeah. Can we just pause and just, what a wonderful time that Stario is going to be in a movie. (laughs) One of the best villains ever. (laughs) Fucking Stario is in a villain. That's right there. If, like, the entire preview had just been, like, you know, general audience, and then the word Stario flashed on the screen and disappeared, you would have sold my ticket. Yes! All that! Hey, you're a villain, guys. Starfish, come on! <laughs> this giant starfish is the big bad. Giant sentient psychic starfish. That's true. He's Gorilla Grodd, but in a starfish. Yeah, it's it's an alien starfish at that. Like, what the? <laughs> I love it. All right, Tony, wait. speaking of things that you love, let's get back to the trivia here. What is Captain America's real name? And I am referring to the obviously... Steve Rogers. There you go. Yeah. Not... Oh, God. I don't even want to talk about him. Uh, Wyatt Russell's uh, Jack, whatever his last name it is. It doesn't. Well, there's been a million different Captain Americas. or There's a, a oh, number yeah. of Captain Americas in the movie, in the comic book version. But uh, which city is patrolled by the Green Arrow? Uh, Star City. Also, if you've watched the Arrowverse, you also would recognize it as Starling City. So, again, I, I like the DC version. The DC... the the DC, there you go. I actually like the uh, the CW version of that show. Um, I get it that they couldn't get Batman, so they made Batman into Green Arrow. I enjoyed it. I will not apologize. I actually really like that version of Arrow. But neither here nor there. Let's move on. Steven, we went off on a tangent. My wife is going to yell at me when this is over. Steven, you're up. Easy question first. What does the S on the Superman crest stand for? Well, it stands for fucking Superman, but they're going to say hope. Hope is the correct answer. We're talking about. But it Snyder. stands for fucking, fucking Superman. Superman. That's what it stands for. It stands for hope. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I am a huge Henry Cavill fan, but fuck that line. <laughs> I like Henry Cavill. Uh, the, just the reloading of the muscles in Mission Impossible. Just damn. oh, so good, so good. Stephen, what is Wolverine's real name? Well, that's a little bit of a trick question. <laughs> it Do is. Do they say Logan? No, it is not Logan. We're looking for the actual name that he had in the movie universe. Ooh. Oh, okay. Um, so, like when he's his little Roy, Fountain Roy there in um, Canada. Um, so it's not Patch. Uh, what is his real name? Because he has like three or four fake names. It's not Logan. It's James. It's something stupid. James. Hall- James Hallett. Holy shit, he got there. Yeah. Nicely like, oh, done, Damn it, I know Steven. this one. No, you know we could call him fucking James. Come on. James Howlett is the correct answer. He also goes by James Logan at one point, which is where the name Logan comes from. Yeah, but there's no, like no reason why he picks Logan. That's one well, of those, like, Wolverine is a great character because he's got a mysterious backstory. So here's yeah. 30 different books that explain the backstory and ruin it. Yep. 
like I don't need to know what he was thinking. I'm just gonna say this right now. This is one of my favorite episodes of all time. I, I just we're nerdy about comic book stuff. Comic book <laughs> stuff. I'm drinking some good whiskey. Like this is just fun for me. All right, Tony, we're on to you. Yeah. What is Hal Jordan's superhero name? Green Lantern. Green Lantern is correct. Your hard question. Um, did not know this coming in, and I actually love DC Comics. Ooh. Wonder Woman's indestructible gauntlets are made of what? Uh, they're Hestia's bracers. Oh. Looking for the material they're made yeah. of. Yeah. I don't think I know this one. Is it gold? It's not gold. It's not something as simple as gold, is it? I need an answer. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. He's tapped out. Steven, do you have a guess? Silver? It's not. I don't know. It's a made-up chemical called feminum. Feminum. Boo! That is awful. That is awful. Well, yeah, that's awful. awful they must have name. come up with that, like, in the 70s, where to make her a modern woman, they took away her powers. Yeah. Yeah, that must have been during that era. All right, Stephen, what is the name of the man who supposedly shot and killed Thomas and Martha Wayne? And this is, again, in the... in. Not in the Burton verse, in the common iteration of the comics. So we're going with Joe Chill? Joe Chill is correct. Your hard question, uh, don't know how hard this is, but we'll go with it anyway. What is the name of the leader of the Inhumans? Black Bolt. Black Bolt is correct. I still wanted that as a TV or as a movie. Did you see like the two or three episodes they did? I saw the first episode and said, Nope. Have you noticed, like, it's on Disney Plus, but if you look up Inhumans on Disney Plus, on, like, other recommended things, there is nothing there. I did like, not know that was even on Disney. any of the other Marvel stuff. That is hilarious. That is Kevin Feige saying, do not put it near my stuff. Yeah, it's like... It was weird, though, because, like, he annou- Feige announced the Inhumans as a movie, and then it magically moved over to the television area, which he had no control over, and then... They had what I thought was a decent cast, and then gone. Just poof. Yeah, because it was bad. Oh, so bad. I got 20 (laughs) minutes into the first episode and turned it off. I haven't actually seen any of it other than the first 20 minutes of that first episode. I was like, I'm done. I'm out. You're better off. You're better off. I have better things to do with my time, like listen to, edit, and promote pub trivia podcasts. All right, Tony, we're back to you. Easy question first. Who is Clark Kent's love interest? Lana Lane. I mean, lo- sorry, no. Nah. <laughs> Lois Lane. <laughs> Lois Lane is a correct answer. Lana Lang, I would have accepted, though. Yeah, it would have been yeah, right. That would have been good. Uh, in one iteration of it, yes. Well, uh, in, in most. Uh, most, that's his small that's field true. girlfriend. Yeah. That's true. That's true. He dumps her to get with Lois. Your tough question here, your hard question which of the Flash's enemies uses reflections and deceptions to fool his opponent? Ooh, that is a fun question because I love this rogue gallery and it's Mirror Master. It is definitely Mirror Master, who we have yet to see in any iteration of the Flash outside of comics. Uh, no, he, he was on the Arrowverse. It was just a very shitty version of him. Okay, that doesn't count then. Um, <laughs> they gave me a decent version of Grodd, a decent version of Reverse Flash, uh, eh. Eh. old Barry. As what was his I name? Loved. What was old Barry's name? Um, Savitar. Savitar, and uh, they gave me a couple of decent, okay versions. 
that version right and Mr. Plisnik, what's his name? The the weird guy that has no vowels in his name? Mixaplitlick. Steven, what's his name? I think Mr. Mixaplitlick. Yeah, I think he got it. Yeah. I didn't hear Tony. I apologize. But yeah, that's... It's okay. Yeah. Well, that's a Superman villain, so... Should be. Yeah, it doesn't count. I thought that was a Supergirl TV show that did that. It might have been. I actually like the Supergirl show. Neither here nor there. All right, let's take a look here. So, Steven, you're currently... In the lead by one, the score going into your round, and you're the second person to go. You are 23 to 22 with a one-point lead. Your easy question, who played Mr. Freeze in Batman and Robin? Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) That is correct. And your hard question, which Australian actress stars as the title character in the TV show Batwoman? And this is before the recasting. I was going to say, uh, um, what was? I know her first. Is it Ruby Rose? I never watched the show, but I'm pretty sure that's who it was. Ruby Rose. It is Ruby Rose, and I think the only thing I knew her from prior to Batwoman, I think, was Pitch Perfect Three. Chris, do you want to admit that you've seen that movie? I have definitely seen that movie. I love Anna Kendrick. I'm okay with okay. that. Okay. <laughs> that is the only redeeming quality of those movies, but. Steven has got a 25 to 22 lead, and we're going to keep this truck moving. Starting with your easy question here, Tony. What is the name of Quicksilver's twin sister? Wanda Maximoff? Uh, Wanda Maximoff or the Scarlet Witch is correct. Your hard question, which Marvel character is also known as the Devourer of Worlds? Ooh, I'm hoping he is at least somewhat on the docket in the MCU coming up. Galactus. If if Galactus is not on the docket in the MCU, Kevin Feige, I love you, my friend, but, like, dude, go to hell. You've <laughs> got to have a plan for Galactus. You've got to bring Galactus and Silver Surfer into the MCU at some point in some iteration, but it's got to be after you bring in the Fantastic Four. Yeah, our oh, next big bad has got to be Doctor Doom. Oh, God, I, I need it. They've already got Latveria and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. they got to well, bring it in. They didn't confirm Latveria. It says that's where they are. They're in Latveria. There's no, like, Doombots walking around, but it says that's the location. No, that was just um, Latvia. That wasn't Latveria. Oh, was it? No. Yeah. Latvia, the real place, and Latveria, the made-up place. Yeah, I, I got really excited, and then I, I rewound it, and I was like, oh, no, it's Latveria. Or Latvia. But they did hint at Sokovia being cannibalized by surrounding nations, which uh, Latveria is a surrounding nation of Sokovia. Hmm. We got Maridapur. We got a fictional place. How cool is that, by the way? That entire scene was amazing. Yeah, that place looks great. Let's spend more time there. We will with uh, Shang-Chi. That's true. We will. Lulu with Shang-Chi. I'm actually looking forward to that movie. I am very excited for that movie. Anyway, we can get Iron Fist back in. That yeah, was... maybe we'll get oh a good God. Iron Fist finally. Of the Netflix shows, like by far, I love Jessica Jones. I love Daredevil. I love the first five episodes of Luke Cage. <laughs> Luke Cage season two, of, uh... I, I, will, I will go to bat for Luke Cage season two. Season two is phenomenal. But Luke Cage season two is carried by uh, the guy from... I, Bushmaster. No, I'm not yes. thinking of Bushmaster. Shades. No? The guy who plays Shades. Oh. Season 2 is not carried by Bushmaster. It's carried by Shades and it's carried by Cottonmouth's sister. Yeah. 
And then the end of season two pissed me off. The end of season two made no sense. Okay, we've gotten off on another tangent. My wife will yell at me later. We're moving on. <laughs> Steven, your easy question. The Boy Wonder is the nickname of what superhero? Robin. That is correct. Your hard question. The 2005 movie Sin City was based on a comic book from what publisher? Oh, um, I know it was Miller. Uh, who was the actual publisher, though? Was it Image? It was not Image. It was Dark Horse Comics. Damn it. I knew it was one of the two indies. Okay. <laughs> well, Dark Horse is owned by DC now, so it doesn't even matter. And, Tony, you've pulled it within two points. We're moving on to Ooh. you. Your easy question. The Caped Crusader is a nickname for what superhero? Uh, Red Tornado. No, of course it's Batman. Red Tornado? <laughs> so Red to Tor of First of all, nice pool for Red Tornado. <laughs> that's some deep nerd love. That's, that's a great nerd love right there, Tony. Cheers, my friend. That's great. <laughs> I was trying to think of, like, another non-obvious superhero that wears a you cape. and I was just Red like, Tornado. I was either going original Green Lantern or Red Tornado. But Red Tornado took less words, so I went with that one. All right, Tony, your hard question. Which X-Men mutant has the power of plasmoid, quote-unquote, reworks? Plasmoid reworks? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I want to say the obvious answer that they're probably trying to go for is um, Cyclops, but... I'm going to take issue if that's the right answer. Cyclops is not a correct answer. Steven, okay, good. Do you have a guess? Uh, plasmoid reworks. If I said yeah, I if I said the term uh, sparkle fingers, would that help at all? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Yeah, it's Jubilee. <laughs> it's Jubilee. Yeah, that would have been absolutely. That's such bull. That's somebody who really likes Jubilee, but is embarrassed by how stupid her power is. Oh, so like, I get a chance to write it. I'm going to call it Plasmoid Rew. It's fucking Sparkle Fingers. She makes fireworks, and her name is Jubilation. Come on. Thank you for being outraged for that. <laughs> I will say this. I, I, I did search that question, and it is mentioned multiple times in the MCU as Plasmoid. Uh, and the reworks, I couldn't necessarily fit in, but Plasmoid does fit into Jubilee. Uh, that is awful i'm not i'm not justifying it's authentic i'm not justifying the fact that it's a good or a bad name i'm justifying the authenticity of the question steven you're up what is the name of peter parker's aunt aunt may aunt may is correct and your hard question which mutant was the founder of the original acolytes founder of the original acolytes i don't even know if i know that group um Founder of the original Acolytes. And it was a mutant? Uh, correct. All right. A mutant that starts with an A. Um, Avalanche. Uh, unfortunately, not correct. It's not start with an A. It's Fabian Cortez. Oh, really? I thought it was. Acolytes are the Acolytes of Apocalypse? No, that's a horseman. No, that is the that's horseman. The horseman of the Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know this team. Neither do I then. I'm looking it up. I looked it up earlier. Let me take a look. The Acolytes Marvel. Google search is a wonderful thing. They are for Earth 616. Sure. That's the main Earth. That's the main one, yeah. And 
Fabian Cortez is the, uh, according to Marvel Database, the leader of the Acolytes. Oh, I don't doubt that. I just don't even know the team. Formerly with Exi- with Exodus, Magneto, Vought, and Joseph. Who the hell is Joseph? They're a bad guy group. Yeah, they're it's some prior to the from Brotherhood. The... Over brotherhood, the course yeah. of their existence, they have fought with the Avengers, Cable, Excalibur, Heroes for Hire, Quicksilver, X Force, and X Men. Oh, here. Okay, right here. here's what they they strike me as the um. Like the British version of the Brotherhood, then. Ah, that makes sense. I bet you they were like the Excalibur bad guys. Yeah. I don't know that for sure, but that's what it sounds like. That absolutely sounds plausible because I've not read many Excalibur. Sorry, Captain Britain. All right, here's how this is going to work we've got a grand total of four questions left, two per person, before we close out this episode of comic book trivia. Tony, you need to get both of these right to stay in the game. We're going to start with question, uh, not even question number. We're going to start with the easy question. Shellhead is the nickname for what Marvel superhero? And I can confirm he was mentioned this in the MCU. Really? Yeah, I can remember him saying I don't remember. It's, It's Iron Man, right? It's definitely Iron Man. I don't remember that in a, in the MCU. Was it Iron Man 2? I feel like it was Iron Man 2, yeah. Makes sense. That's my least favorite Iron Man. So everyone's so. least favorite like Iron Man. Brody calls him that or something. Okay, fair enough. All right, and uh, Tony, your hard question. This will be to tie the game. In what Netflix superhero TV show would you find the villain Kilgrave? Uh, that would be Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is your correct answer. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a tie game here. It is currently sitting... One second, Chris, because Kilgrave is played by the phenomenal David Tennant. And that the character is just mwah, that he does it for me in so many different ways. All right. We've got a tie game. Steven, you've got two questions left. If you get either of these questions right, you are our comic book trivia champion. We're going to start with we're going to build suspension. We're going to start with a hard question. I'll see what I can do. Why did General Zod survive the destruction of Krypton? Oh. <laughs> uh, well, if I can remember what happened to the people of planet Houston, he was in the Phantom Zone. <laughs> he was in the Phantom Zone. That is correct. Kneel before Zod. Steven, your easy question because we're delaying the inevitable here. What is the name of Thanos' glove? The Infinity Gauntlet. It's the Infinity Gauntlet. Nicely done. And Steven, with that, uh, you are our comic book champion. Take a bow, my friend. Woohoo. I did not have a lot of sex in high school, and it shows. (laughs) Oh, I did. What the fuck did I do wrong? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen... Steven is your champion. Leah will add a tally to his win total, <laughs> which is becoming, quite honestly at this point, unbearable. I will say that I heard, I was just like, oh, okay, comic books. I should have most everybody in the bag on this. And then he, I was like, Chris, who am I playing against tonight? He was like, Steven. I was like, shit. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> um, I will say, I'll throw this out there for those of you that are uh, comic book fans, if you or even, hell, if you've enjoyed this episode, um, we are launching our first Patreon. We're gonna have details at the beginning or the end of this episode. You'll be able to learn from that. 
one of the Patreon exclusives that we're going to be launching is going to be literally a comic book centric episode of comic book trivia. Uh, we're going to be going in and doing even more comic book trivia. There's going to be a couple different layers to that. So listen to the bumper at the beginning or the end of this recording. You'll be able to find out more. And that Patreon, just so you guys know, that Patreon that we're building out is going to be your home for bonus content, not just for the pub trivia experience, but also for boozy bracketology. Uh, and God knows, we, we actually spent about a half hour talking about this before the recording, but for fans of uh, for fans of pub trivia experience if you're a fan of video games you want to listen to boozy bracketology because uh steven i'll let you tell our our listeners what is boozy bracketology doing in the coming months well uh we're trying to tee up a best video game franchise uh bracket coming up here and has that have we not gone through just a lot of argument about what should and should not be on that bracket Honestly, I don't think we need to do the bracket because we have discussed it so much just trying to put the damn thing together it is that true. I pretty much know how I'm going to vote for the entire way. I feel more prepared for this than I did even for the comic book one. <laughs> I, for one, I am the host of that bracket um, because I have not played... I actually play about 75 percent of the games on there. Um, I'm looking forward to it. We have got five panelists. We're going to be bringing in some of our friends from our... our not our sister podcast, but friends of ours from the Things I Got Wrong trivia podcast. They're going to be coming over. They're going to be making picks with us. It's going to be a good time. You can find that over on the Boozy Bracketology podcast, along with, for certain levels of Patreon, new brackets every month you'll be able to listen to. But find the Boozy Bracketology podcast, or hey, the Pub Trivia Experience podcast, literally wherever you get podcasts, we are available. Uh, for fans of the Pub Trivia Experience, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram, Pub Trivia Experience, on Twitter, at Pub Trivia Pod. But for the Pub Trivia Experience, I have been Chris. I've been Steven. I've been Tony. And Steven, my friend, congratulations on winning tonight. We will see you all next week with a brand new episode. Have a good one, everyone. The only reason it worked is Stephen Amell. I will be oh, honest. If it had been any other actor, it would not have worked because it. Well, we so hold on, hold on, hold on. So, oh, tangent alert. My wife hates when we go on tangents. She's gonna hate listening to this episode. By the way, <laughs> Stephen Amell is good, but it's not just him. It's not just him. Um, he spawned off Barry Allen as the Flash, so Grant Gustin's yeah. Flash, who's actually a legitimately good Flash. Uh, the supporting cast there's not my favorite, but it's fine. Um, but freaking, uh, Brandon Routh is the Adam okay, works that, for me. Yeah, that, that for sure definitely has some good parts, but I don't think I could have taken another like serious actor trying to pull off a Batman-esque arrow because I, I, I'll never forget the boxing glove arrow. <laughs> Dude, we did, they did the boxing glove scene in Arrow. Though. Oh, I, yeah. And I, I laughed. I laughed.
Yeah. When he put his air when when he had the boxing glove on the air when he shot it, I took a screen grab of that and sent it to my buddy Adam, who's the world's biggest Green Arrow fan, and he just goes, "I hate that freaking show." <laughs> I don't care. Arrow is a dumb character, in my opinion. It's not. It's my least favorite of the quote unquote Justice League. Uh, that version of the show made it at least somewhat interesting. I like Stephen Amell. I the, the dude's all good in my book. Uh, definitely. Steven has been uncharacteristically quiet, which means he disagrees with everything that we've said. <laughs> Listen, I, I just I never got into Arrow. It's like if I want to watch a superhero Archer, I want to watch Kate Bishop. She's the most interesting of all the Archer characters. Well, it's happening. Yeah, it's going to happen. So I'm happy for that. But like, she's the best. I am interested to see where they go with the Kate Bishop character. I actually like the Clint Barton character from the movies. I, I like the fact that they gave him a backstory and they actually gave him some. Some stuff that honestly for a long, a, a, a lot of like turmoil that honestly for a long time in the comics it lacked. It didn't seem like it was until like the, was it the 2003 or 2004 version of Hawkeye where they actually gave that character like a meat and potatoes to him. It was that when that he wasn't stuff. from the circus, you mean? Yeah. That yeah. One. Yeah. When you get, yeah. Yeah. The, the Hawkeye, my life is a weapon run. Yeah, really yeah. great. There's also, a, there's a one shot uh, of the, um, the avenging Spider-Man. It was a real short series where, like, every uh, issue was Spider-Man plus one other Avenger. And the issue of that with Spider-Man and Hawkeye is really, really good. It's a really, really good, uh, like, look into the psyche of Hawkeye. So I would highly recommend that. I, I like mm-hmm. Hawkeye's one of my favorite. He's my, one, might be my favorite MCU character. Him and uh, Chris Evans' cap is, to me, the like, perfect casting. That guy's amazing in that role. I didn't I mean, like that at season- all pissed me off too but i luke cage uh the first five of season one are phenomenal season two is phenomenal until the very very end but yeah i yeah still way better than whatever we got in iron fist it's still way better than we got in the freaking defenders and the defenders should have been amazing and it was eh. defenders had the wrong villain had the wrong villain did it have a villain only daredevil Daredevil, the first three seasons of Daredevil are some of the best television I've ever seen. Charlie Cox is one of the first persons I ever got to see and meet at a con. So Daredevil holds us. He's a very nice guy. We have a picture of Leah and I getting a picture with him. Where is it? It's right there. Uh, We have a picture of Leah and I getting a picture with him. First off, very small. I'm 6'2". He's a small He is like 5'7". He's shorter than I am, and I am short. We met him, like, like legitimately waited like an hour to meet him, and... The nicest guy in the world. Like, we got to talk yeah. to him. He, he was, uh, so if you haven't seen, I know some of you guys have probably all seen this, but uh, Theory of Everything. He, yeah, I've seen it. He is Very the, um, in that movie, he's the 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 guy that's flirting with Felicity Jones's character, Stephen Hawking's wife. And he makes that character relatable and believable. He's actually a really good actor, and they got him in a comic book TV show, and he yep. nailed it. He well, is Matt Murdock. Stardust, but I'm I'm excited. Spider Man, uh, No Way Home. Stamp my passport. I'm in. I'm so ready for that movie. I'm. You're gonna give me. You're gonna give me Matt Murdock. You're gonna give me Charlie Cox in the MCU, and theoretically gonna give me uh, a multiverse that includes Tobey Maguire, Tobey Andrew Maguire. Garfield, uh, Electro, and Doc Ock, and Green Goblin. Doc Ock coming back is huge. Yeah. 
And Sam Raimi is involved in the MCU, so you know he's going to get consulted. I, yep. I'm ex- I'm so excited. I'm le- so legitimately excited. so excited. I know some people hate the the Spider Man version of Tobey Maguire. I don't care. I Spider Man Two. When we've talked about this in Boozy Bracketology, Spider Man Two is one of my favorite favorite yes. bar none comic book movies. It is Absolutely. a seminal film. It is one of the films that for me put comic book movies on the map because that movie top to bottom even today holds the shit up that movie's great absolutely it, it is definitely the the best of the early comic films whoa <laughs> um i i like the i don't like the purple man but the purple so man you're very pro the rapey guy that's that's cool no, okay, I'm, I'm very pro david Tennant. let's let's be clear on that I am. It's huge... weird that in the show, like he's clearly raping her, but in the comics, he actually doesn't. He no, makes her yeah. watch why he rapes other girls that he forces yes. her to get for him. So I don't know which one's sicker, but the Purple Man is not a good character in any means, way, shape, or form. No, David Tennant just pulls it off very well. Yeah. Um, it's it's very. I actually think it's very deftly handled from a like a, a survivor's. Uh, perspective in the show uh, I think Christian Ritter of the the superheroes if you want to call them superheroes from the Netflix series Christian Ritter's Jessica Jones might be my favorite I think that's such a layered and and it's it's a layered performance and a nuanced performance and it could just be the fact that like Daredevil is my favorite superhero from the Netflix show is one of my favorite superheroes of all time but like we all know what Catholic guilt does <laughs> do we <laughs> do we <laughs> i think all a, of us we can okay most of us <laughs> a lot of i'm i'm from new england um <laughs> new york i understand don't worry you're from long island you get this um i can put myself in those shoes yeah but i can put myself in jessica jones's shoes for a completely different reason Oh, she's the most human yeah. of the non-human characters by far. Like Kristen, I, I, I was the one of the people that said Kristen Ritter is going to be a terrible choice. I don't want to watch Jessica Jones, oh, no. and then season one of Jessica Jones is amazing, and then season Fucking two phenomenal. is a it's freaking probably letdown. the best season of any Marvel TV show mm. of Jessica any one. comic book TV show. Yeah. Yes, it is the it's, single it's... best season of any comic book TV show ever made. Yeah, and that one. It amazed me because I was really looking forward to that one because I was a big Alias comic fan. That was like when people learned I was a comic book fan, if they ever asked me, like, what's the first comic book I should read to get into them? I would always tell them, start with Alias. That is incredibly well written and you don't have to uh, you don't have to know a lot of the lore to go into it. It doesn't feel like a comic book. It feels like a graphic novel, really. Like it's not. It is. It's no, it's I would recommend that or Gotham Central. Those are the two I would always start people with. (laughs) I didn't like Gotham Central. So God bless Gotham Central is brilliant. You (laughs) stupid whore. (laughs) Irrelevant is a great great comic okay i've got the issues of gotham central i'm just gonna mail them to you because i'm never oh please do i would love to reread gotham central (laughs) pretty sure i have them in my one of my long boxes i don't know if i've ever actually read gotham central Uh, oh it's brilliant it's brilliant it's like procedural in gotham so like batman's off fucking around with the joker and meanwhile your partner's getting killed by mr freeze it's a great I might have to read that. Yeah, it's like beat cops trying to deal with Batman villains. It's brilliant. Oh, it is. That sounds amazing. 